0: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and H.R. Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Leigh.
1: Strong arm, strong arm. He can make all the throws that I can see right now. And he's he's more mobile than I thought as well too. So guys coming off the edge on those zone reads and stuff, you really gotta you know, be on your toes and stuff. So that's one thing I really, really noticed when he got in. He, he's more mobile than I thought he was.
0: Yeah, kind of sneaky mobility for Trevor Lawrence, although if you watch college games, it's really not that sneaky. You can see the numbers. How much he does that in the NFL will be pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, everybody seems to have the read option in the playbook. I love the read option. I think it works like every time. You know, I I feel like Trevor – let me know if I'm a little crazy with the way I say this one. I feel like Trevor will be Bortles-like in running the football. Um, I think he's more fleet of foot, but Bortles was very effective running the football. And he I'm was. not just talking about a game here, like 88 yards against Buffalo. You know, I'm not talking that. Yeah. I mean, if seriously, we used to call, we'd be like. I remember on social media for a while, we would be in the middle of a Sunday afternoon game, and we'd be like, run the read option. Yeah, we'd yeah. be tweeting it, run the read option. We loved the read option because yeah. the read option would work, like, every time with Bortles. It it felt so good every time. But even Bortles would be able to escape, and he'd make a move on a guy, and you would be like, oh, my gosh, he just picked up 18 yards. It looked like <laughs> it was going to go for four. Like, yeah. Bortles seriously had that ability. Like, there was, like, a craftiness about Bortles as a runner, even though, again, he's not going to sit there in straight line speed run outrun anybody, mm-hmm. but he's a good athlete, and I feel like Trevor has a little bit of might have a little bit of that in him. Obviously, he's not as thick as as Bortles was. I mean, Bortles weighing in at like two forty, 240, two forty five. You know, mm-hmm. Trevor's not doing that, but Trevor's faster. You know, just from a straight line standpoint than uh, than Bortles. I I think. I mean, I would say without question. So I kind of feel like we might get a little bit of that. You know, the Minshew running around is totally different. Yes. You know, than we're about to see from Trevor Lawrence. I just don't know how much because I really – listen, when you have an investment like this and a guy that can really throw the football and that's where he's going to beat you, right? He's not going to beat you like Lamar Jackson's going to beat you with both. You really do all you can to protect him and not get hit. And he's just not super big. I mean, he's he's plenty big enough to and durable enough. Mm-hmm. But you don't want him getting –
2: crushed no what 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 you want out of a quarterback and i think bortles had this when he knew how to use it it's the fact that it's always the threat to run with the football right it's not so much of okay this guy's a super athlete are they gonna run the, the, the read option is he gonna take off it's the fact that if you don't stay in your pass rush lanes if he gets outside he has the ability to run if he wants to. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably the, the, the classic example of this. True. Aaron Rodgers is athletic. Yeah, sure. He's. I, I think he's more quick than he is fast, but he's very deceiving. But what makes such a great quarterback is not necessarily his feet. It's the fact that he's always threatening with his feet. So it keeps defense on, defenses on their heels a little more. And then obviously he has that arm talent and he gets results. That's what makes Aaron Rodgers so great. Patrick Mahomes is another classic example. You saw when he got hurt a little bit, that kind of hampered him in terms of he hurt his mobility. Not necessarily because he's running, you know, 10, 15 times a game. No, but it's his threat that he can run it if he has to. I think Blake Bortles had that. I think Trevor Lawrence can obviously have that as well.
0: That's a great call on, you know, you got me thinking a little bit more on... um the Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, and by the way, everybody listening is saying thank you for comparing them to those guys instead of Blake Bortles. I know. Yeah, yeah. Sure, so sure. far today, I've brought up Blaine Gabbard and Blake Bortles <laughs> talking about Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, Rare folks. Rare error for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Rare <laughs> error. But I think it's a good point you bring up because Aaron Rodgers is not, like, fast guy. No. But mm-hmm. he's very mobile guy. Mm-hmm. Big difference. And he really can chuck it on the run. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, Patrick Mahomes has made some brilliant throws on the run. Mm -hmm. And I'll bring one more guy into the equation. The player that was so dynamic last year, in my estimation, that wowed me the most is when Josh Allen went on the run and would throw those plays, Mm -hmm. uh, throw those those passes to the sideline, and they'd be on the money, man. Mm -hmm. And he's another guy. He's a good athlete, big, strong-arm guy. But outside the pocket, he was scary, I think, Mm -hmm. for teams last year. You know, so much so those guys that I just mentioned, teams will go out of their way to keep them in the pocket, even though they're great from the pocket, too. They don't want to sit there and play chase. I don't know if Trevor's that guy or not. I don't know how much they'll roll him out. I don't know how much he'll get outside the hashes and beat you. I mean, he's got the arm strength to do it. He's got the brilliance to do it, I think, with the arm. I just don't know how much they will do it. How much will that be a part of his game? I I don't know if we saw that. Like, I'm not sure people would have guessed that would have been part of Patrick Mahomes' game. When he came into the league, but it has become part of his game. So that's going to be an interesting thing to watch with Trevor.
2: Uh, I think what we're talking about with Trevor Lawrence, like, yeah, you don't want to see him run the read option 20 times a game with the risk of getting hurt, obviously, and, and taking some shots. But I think what Trevor can do is he he can extend those plays, right? And that's what Rodgers does. I mean, Russell Wilson does that to an extent, but Russell Wilson also takes off for 40 yards of pop yeah. sometimes. And kind sometimes he, different, he right? takes shots, yeah. But I just think keeping plays alive, number one, and if you keep the play alive and there's nothing available, then you take off. I think Trevor Lawrence can do that. And let's be honest, if he can do that, I'm all for that. Yeah, sure, every once in a while, maybe she should slide here, slide there. But overall, it's a pretty safe place. I mean, it's a pretty safe way to play.
0: Ever fully understand? No. The battle. No. Uh, sometimes, but it's the way it goes. No. And so Casey's got two guys on base right now, with zero outs, but he's fighting. I mean, Casey. All of a sudden, they wanted to play the shrimp game two hours prior to <laughs> the uh, initial start time. I mean, he's got Wi-Fi going in and out.
1: Yeah. Casey's had a rough day between this and my incredible tweet that did not go viral. Yeah, you're mad you about this. I'm telling
2: you, Casey. I'm telling you right now. I can't say he this was mad enough. about the tweet. I can't say this enough, man. Twitter makes zero sense. Lower your expectations. Right? When, when you start taking it that seriously, it starts to become a job. And let me tell you right now, man, Twitter is not a job. So you just ride that wave, go with the flow. You'll have some great tweets, I promise you. Twitter is wild like that. I mean, it's, it's
0: you know, there will be this just innocent tweet you put out there, mm-hmm. and it will do crazy things. And yeah. then there will be one like, hey, I think this one, you guys are going to
2: like this. For sure. One like. Nothing. <laughs> one like. Now, to be fair. <laughs> If you type in Tim Tebow or type in Trevor Lawrence, you're, yeah. you're bound to get something. You're probably doing pretty well. Little interaction, like
0: even I will say, like all of a sudden, like I'll just tweet some stuff going on camp, yeah, and it'll be like, boom, boom, notification, notification, notification. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, my gosh, people are
2: really paying attention to this today. You better believe it. We've been for the last few weeks. I mean, I, I, I can literally go right now. Hey, just having some beef pot roast for lunch, Tim Tebow, and boom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just just going to taste it my beef pot with a nice little uh, power bar. Trevor Lawrence. Boom. That, Retweets. That's funny you say. Uh,
0: you say that'd be almost like we should just do that, right? Everything we end with just says Tim Tebow. <laughs> Every tweet. Tim Tebow. Uh, hey, Ty had three hits today. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow.
2: <laughs> let's, get, let's get the scout's eyes on those things, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Help,
0: right? <laughs> it might work. You never know. I was just asking you about uh your fight. we talked about Saturday, or well, we talked mm-hmm. about a Monday, but you you won on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh the I forgot to ask you this mm-hmm. because I felt like we were talking about your uppercut and and then the win in like thirty one seconds. But I felt like you got did you take a shot to like your, your shoulder before all that happened? So you
2: talk about when I countered with the uppercut. Yes. No. No. He he just grazed me.
0: Okay. So yeah. just missed. Yeah. I couldn't tell. I was like, I'm not saying he took like like you got uh, no, dazed by or anything. No. For sure. For anything, sure. No. But I was like, well, I think he might have got you somewhere. No, like, he missed the face, but I thought you got it on your would be your right shoulder.
2: Yeah. Maybe I mean, he, like, like a like uh, left shoulder. He might have grazed it. I'll be honest. If he did, I didn't feel that. So you didn't. No. But um, but it was cool though because like there's pictures of it and I can like my eyes are open the entire time because usually in that situation you flinch and yeah, I had yeah. the, I had that problem when I first started is. If someone throws a punch at you, it's your human instinct to say, well, I don't like this. Let me flinch a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? But are you supposed to really like keep your eyes open? Oh, yeah, keep
2: your eyes open the whole time. The whole yeah, time. Yeah. So I watched the punch go off the shoulder and then I came back with uppercut. I'll remember that next fight I'm in. There you go. Now don't you're talking. Flinch. Yeah. The, uh, the, the next time you're at a baseball game, it gets a little rowdy. Yes. Don't flinch, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking that 75 year old dump out.
0: <laughs> uh the Well, that's interesting you say that because we were talking about Parsons,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. A yeah. week Preston. prior. Yeah,
0: yep. And you think he got a knuckle to the eye?
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe
0: because he didn't flinch.
2: Correct. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure his eyes were open oh, when he like took that shot. like poked in the eye. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, so I guess the moral of the story, why I'm asking you about it. So you, I mean, you seriously fought for 31 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, just, is there any wear and tear on your body from fighting for 31 seconds? No, to be
2: fair, my hand's a little bruised up, actually. Oh, well, you got because, a lot of punches in. Yeah, I got a lot of punches in. So my hand's a little bruised up because that's the way those gloves are. You know, like, there's really nothing to those gloves in terms of padding. So, and the way I connected my uppercut was right on the skull, which was always, like, the hardest part. Yeah. So when I hit the skull, I didn't feel it at the time. But then, like, you know, sitting in the locker room after the fight, I'm like, ah, yeah, a little sore. It's not broke or anything. I broke my hand before doing that. But we're all good. Just, just a little bruise, but besides that, I'm I'm, I'm gravy. I'm good. Good. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was just curious. We were talking about a little bit of the the next step, the plans. Yeah. Um, that's good because yeah. I we've seen you come in here before with.
2: Oh yeah, Sta- uh, staples CBD. or stitches? Oh, CBD? had yeah. <laughs> too. <laughs> well, I saw CBD, but yeah, am I allowed yeah. to say that? <laughs> I think I think we're to the point where we can. I would yeah. say I hope.
0: Well, I'm just kidding. But uh, I mean, to get the swelling down, though, yeah, in your face of course. Like we've seen that before yep. too. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, all right. Uh, hey, baseball. First of all, I've got a better way to brighten up your day. The Rays are they still up 14 nothing?
1: Yeah, it's over. It's over. Excuse me? They called it. Well, they, yes, they called it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse. Who are they playing? I the Yankees. This game. Oh wow.
2: Okay, I got you. The Yankees. Wow. Hey, time to. I mean, are we gonna start selling Yankees here pretty soon? Because we're not buying, right? Like they're not the, the trade deadline. No, they're buying. They bought Joey Gallo. I guess. yeah.
0: Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo's having a very nice season. Yes. Joey Gallo doesn't do much for me as a play. like. I, if I'm a Yankee fan, I'm not getting overly excited. I already got Stanton who swings and misses at every wiffle ball thrown at him. Uh, you know they already have a strikeout lineup, an all-or-nothing lineup. This this guy's all-or-nothing his entire career. Like he has seriously, he has some crazy stats where it took him like. Longer to get to 100 singles in his career, I think it was, to 100 home runs. I think yeah, that's a legit no, that, that's stat. That's true. No, that no, is, that true. is true. Yeah.
2: Like, I think, didn't they talk about that the the home run derby? Or yeah, they,
1: they love bringing that I up. I mean, it's yeah. an
0: unbelievable statistic. Yeah. Unbelievable statistic. Can you imagine getting to 100 home runs before you got to 100 singles? And he strikes out seriously once every three at-bats, I think it is at. Mm-hmm. And that's probably low for his career. Now, he his, his war is good this year. Uh, and he's, I think he, does he lead the league in walks or something or yes. close to it? So, and he's really kind of a pretty good defender. He's uh, in the outfield.
1: He's the number one outfielder in defensive runs save. Is he the number one?
0: Yeah. Damn.
1: And wow. he was a third baseman who they said, Hey, go play outfield. That's impressive. How
0: He's a, he's a how old big guy, but a good athlete.
1: He's up there, isn't oh, no. he?
0: No, I don't no, no, so. no. no. He's, he's still like 27, 28. Yeah. He's guy. waiting
1: for the big contract, yeah. okay. which if Might I'm be like 26, if I'm got. the Yankees, I pay him and I let judge go. You let Judge go. Get him out of here, Brent. Because Judge is going to be 250 million. Gal is going to be... 185 i'd pay
0: gallo un yankee like conversation you're having if you're meddling over 70 million (laughs) dollars
1: yeah i just i i I think that's the guy you pay especially with how their stadium is constructed and if you can hit a fly ball to right field it's a home run gallo can hit more fly balls to right field he might hit 50 home runs in that stadium. that is
0: true i mean that is a short porch there i mean Mm -hmm. a pop-up for him if he can make contact i mean but let's be honest any stadium he plays it if he makes contact it's a home run Problem is making contact. It's a good point. It's, uh, it's an issue. I, I mean, that's really been his issue. So have,
2: have we checked the
0: uh, Stanton Judge home run race? Because I sure haven't. Well, Judge now been out for a couple of weeks because mm. of the COVID stuff.
1: Stanton was hurt in the beginning of the year. Well, yeah, he's still on my fantasy team. For and some Stanton, reason. like hasn't a hit beat. a
0: baseball in like three weeks. I mean, okay, so a, that's really... the guy the
1: Yankees got to get rid of. I don't. No one will take the money, but they got to figure out something.
0: Uh, yeah, he's just I. I fall in love with those home runs don't you I mean you? they have a, such an imposing lineup like they scare the heck out of me but oh, I also yeah their lineup scares the heck out of me really but I almost would rather like I actually look forward to when Stanton comes up because yeah. I think there's a 65 percent chance he's going to strike out like he's the easiest out at times and then yeah. when he gets hot, it's like, look out. The guy's going to hit one right back up my head at 145 miles an hour.
2: I mean, if, if we're talking about the teams that get off the bus and you're intimidated by, yeah, it's the New York no Yankees. Or if you are talking about an like, intramural basketball squad, yeah, it's the New York Yankees. You'd be intimidated
0: if you were playing the NFL
2: with the Yankees. It's a good point. You're not wrong there. <laughs> yeah, because Gallo is another baseball. big dude, too. Is. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's baseball. I know. And Size doesn't mean everything. You know
0: what's funny? Even LeMahieu, who I think is, to me, he's always been their scariest guy to me. He, he's really been a scary hitter. Mm-hmm. He's not having a great year, but he is a scary player. I think he's really good. He's a big dude.
1: He's their like, best player. He's their most valuable player. He is.
0: He really is. He uh, in that whole lineup, even for the last couple of years, he has been the guy that I don't want to see up there because he can hit, mm-hmm. and he can do little things, and, and they don't have a lineup that can do those little. I mean, I'm not talking about bunt. I'm talking about move a runner, put the ball in play, things like that, that that Kind of scary. And he can hit the big bopper and the doubles and the
2: everything else. I mean, he's a really good hitter. Let me ask you this about your Red Sox real quick, who are obviously are having a, a heck of a year, yes. um, surprising a lot of people. You know, the, the whole Mookie Betts thing. Now, I'm not sure what they all got from Mookie Betts. Well, one of them is they got Verdugo. Okay, so I was going to say, like, looking back on it now, seeing who they have in their roster, what they got from Mookie Betts, and see how Mookie Betts is doing in, in L.A., Are you still sad to see him go from Boston?
0: Yeah, Mookie Betts to me, I I love watching him play. So I think it's terrible that they got rid of him. He's Mm going to play, would have played there for seven, eight, nine years at an all-star level. So there's no way to make sense of the Mookie Betts and say, I'm glad that the Red Sox did that. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons Red Sox are performing nicely this year is because they actually are winning the trade for 2021. Mm -hmm. Verdugo is actually putting up better numbers and then they cleared all the space. So if you take 2021 and you look at the trade, The Red Sox are winning the trade, but there's no way in hell I'd want it to happen or do it. I want Mookie Betts on my team. Of course. Um, But he, again, Verdugo's been pretty good for them. I mean, not been unbelievable. Betts is actually having somewhat of a, for him, a disappointing year Mm -hmm. so far in LA. Uh, But again, I'll take Mookie Betts any day, the week, and twice on Sunday, and I still think it's disappointing the Red Sox uh, got rid of him or in the situation. I I just feel like it's, you want to go Red Sox-Yankees for a moment? It's Alex Cora. And, and Aaron Boone, yeah. you know? I mean, it really is. I mean, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, that – and, like, the bullpen has just been so shoddy at times now for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But the – and maybe it's more just the way they built the team. And maybe it's not Aaron Boone. Because the reason they hired Aaron Boone was all because of analytics and they're going to play this game. And Joe Girardi didn't want to do it. And so, hey, you look at the computers, Aaron, and you make the decisions basically based on that. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're going to make you a, first year man, a first-time manager. But – so it was really probably the way they computed the team and put it together because it's just not good enough. It's 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 dangerous. It looks good getting off the bus. It's it's really good when they, they hit the long ball. But it's such an all-or-nothing lineup. When It's been nothing a lot this year. They can't get guys on base. Which and then is they why can't get guys in from second base when they get them on. They can't hit with runners in scoring position.
1: Which is why you don't want to play them in the
0: wild card game. You really don't want them to make it because they have played such bad baseball But they are
2: such a good team. It's just a matter of time, you feel like.
0: They are really, you're waiting for them to just explode and win like 26 out of 30. Yeah. You know, and by the way, they could get Kluber back. They still have Garrett Cole, but I just, I read, I heard the stat. Now they'll be, Garrett Cole pitched today and he gave up seven runs. Mm. You know, and now it was a big first inning and a big sixth inning. They scored 10 runs in the sixth inning. But Garrett Cole, and I heard this on LB Network last night the Yankees are 10 and 11 in garrett cole starts and uh, in 11
2: I feel like garrett cole is and my they, cy young winner
0: and they, paid, the they paid 300 something million for that guy yeah you yeah. know so they're just yeah. not getting it done up and down the lineup uh for them hey max scherzer not I, done yet it's not done a lot of rumors all right they haven't squashed the rumors
1: no they have not squashed the rumors the problem Uh, As you're alluding to, it's been reported that he's been traded to the San Diego Padres. Um, But the problem is Scherzer has a no trade. He has to accept the trade. And the Nationals uh, reporter is saying Scherzer is still in the Nationals dugout. So he is uh, not going anywhere. Well,
0: that's interesting because I think I saw the last couple of days, Scherzer said if he's going to go somewhere, he wants to go to the NL West. That is true. Well, they basically are getting him to the NL West. So, I mean, I assume he's going to approve the trade. I – listen – that is an organization, if you go back and see what they've done, San Diego has really done a good job. Mm-hmm. They've really done a good job of, of building it and building it fast. Yep. Uh, and now they're going for the, you know, they're going for it all, even though they still sit in third place in the NLS. I mean, the San Francisco Giants have been absolutely incredible. Uh, but the Dodgers uh, are obviously good. The Padres are a really fun team. If mm-hmm. they get Scherzer to boot, um, then my – my prediction of them going to the World Series might come true. You did have them going to the World Series. I'm pretty that's right. sure I had them going to the World Who Series. Who
2: you, did you have? The, who'd you have? Uh,
0: probably somebody that's not. I certainly wouldn't pick the Yankees. Um, I might have had the Rays. Might have had the Rays. In, okay, yeah. But Murray, Is Glass now going to come back? Yeah. He will?
1: That's what he says. Teammates say nothing, but he said I'm coming back. So. Yeah. Well,
2: we'll, well see. you're looking pretty good right now with your picks because you got Otani, too.
1: Yeah, the, uh, I'm only, not sure how. The problem doing, is, they, but... like the
0: Angels just didn't ne- never made a run. Is Trout back?
1: No. When's he coming back? Soon-ish, That's I think. I read something on the game other
0: DL or 60-day IL or whatever it is. Feels That's like hundred and eighty. Unfortunately,
1: doesn't matter for the Angels.
0: Yeah, they're just so yeah, far out up. of it. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Coming up. Uh, in just a little bit football at five Ray Jenkins Shaquille Griffin and yesterday we had DJ Chark as well mm-hmm. uh, Marcel Robinson's doing a story tonight for first and 10 training camp you can check that out 1115 on CBS 47 and Fox 30 about Jenkins and Shaquille Griffin Jags have 75 million dollars invested in these guys they're gonna ask them to do a lot they're gonna ask them to obviously hold down that back end mm-hmm. corner and safety but also lead a bunch of young guys, you know. I mean, the leadership qualities out of Shaquille Griffin look like off the charts good. He seems to really embrace that part of it, and has already taken on that role. Seems like day one, like the first conference call uh, in free agency, almost like, okay, this is part of the reason they're bringing me in. I want to be that guy. And uh, Rayshon Jenkins, I don't think, I don't know if he has that kind of quality to him. I think he's a little less proven, but. To me, him and a guy like Roy Robertson-Harris are players that, I don't know if the Jags have to hit on. It would If they do hit on, they turn this thing around quicker because they weren't these frontline free agents that everybody was talking about when the window opened back in March. Yeah. And the Jags end up getting them. And I think they're pretty good players. I don't know a whole lot about them. It's hard to get overly excited about them. But if they really do a good job here, then the Jags did a good job of targeting good talent for maybe a little less pricing. Yeah, And that's a win in free agency.
2: Well, and, and it's funny, too, because we're talking about, like, Rashawn Jenkins and, and Harris. You know, there are two positions where, you know, the stats might not be the all-telling factor. Right. Yeah, if Jenkins has five interceptions, okay, okay good. It paid off. You know, if, if Harris has, I don't know, eight sacks, well, then yeah, it all paid off. But, like, you're playing positions that necessarily – You know, you're not going to get all those numbers all the time, but you get the sense of if your defense is firing on all cylinders and there is a big improvement there. Well, you would hope that they have something to do with that. So that's what, in my opinion, where the the litmus test is going to be is. Is this defense making vast improvement? And if it is, well, that probably means you got better leadership in there. And those two agents that you signed on the defensive side of the ball that are probably going to be your starters, well, they had the leadership. Yeah.
0: And uh, we'll see how much leadership they can give. But again, can give le- easier to give leadership with production. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what Calais was so great at. Calais, we've had people come through here. Uh, you you refer to Aaron Campman a lot. You oh, know, yeah. A guy who could be in great leadership role, but he didn't stay healthy enough or didn't produce enough or to actually have that big of an impact Mm. across the board, even though he was impactful internally. Calais was like the perfect guy for everything. You knew he was the veteran guy coming in to Mm. lead a group of young players, show them the way a little bit, a guy who's been around it, the good, the bad, the different. And then he just produced like a madman. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Could be part of a hall of fame career based on what he did in Jacksonville, you know? So, you hope that those guys can do that leadership is one thing production is another thing the marriage of both is our damn good thing
2: well and exactly and you're absolutely right brent like it's one thing if you have experience okay you went to a super bowl maybe maybe you're you're an eight year veteran like that gets you something right like that gets you respect in that locker room but then when you see your performances on the field and that's what made clayas campbell so great that's what made aaron camp when he was healthy so great it's the fact of hey this is different. Like, you don't see too many guys like this. I better watch. Or I better learn from this guy because he's that special. He's he's a top-tier talent. Now, once again, you know, I think with Jenkins and with Harris, I mean, yeah, these are two guys that, you know, respectively, they, they weren't highly coveted per se. And once again, how much can they really have an influence on the game? But you hope that they can have, like, that Aaron Campman, Clayas Campbell-like game where it's like, hey, follow me because I know how to do this thing the right way, you know, and I'm going to let my play speak for itself. So you better follow me.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Shaq Griffith has a lot of that. I'm watching his news conference. yesterday. We're right there. I was like, Hey, this is has a Calais kind of feel to it Mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of respects. Now, again, I'm not going to compare anybody to Calais Campbell and not after my experience with him over a few years Mm -hmm. but it just has a little bit of a tone of that now again like I'm saying can the production follow can it match and it's not going to come in sacks and it's going to come a little bit different way Mm -hmm. in the position that he plays so that's a good point hey one thing about training camp today we talked so much about Trevor Lawrence and we'll we'll hit on Trevor one more time uh in the five o'clock hour we also got a conversation with James Robinson so I want to talk about him at ETM Gardner Minshew didn't look great today Mm -hmm. you know uh and I don't really know what it means. I'm just telling you, it didn't look great today. We could have put it in our three observations, but it was a pretty obvious one. I mean, yeah. this was not the best day. And what it did is really, not that anybody's, everybody believes Trevor Lawrence is starting day one, but it showed this stark contrast, at least on this day. Uh, we could go out there tomorrow, and Minshew looks great, and Trevor struggles a little bit. That's the nature of sports. But today, it was a stark contrast of,
2: Performance, no doubt about it. No, without a doubt. Um, And listen, those days are going to happen, obviously. But if you're Gardner Minshew, I mean, you got to have these good days because either you're going to be the solidified backup quarterback here, or you're trying to increase your 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 trade capital with another team.
0: I think it's fascinating. Conversation is is that really a a a thing? Is there a backup battle going on? C.J. Beathard, two years, five million. Gardner Minshew, just what six hundred thousand? He's played how much is that battle real for the backup, or is this still show-me time for Minshew because he's going to end up in in some other place by September? I don't have the answer to that. I I just think that's the situation here in Jacksonville with the backup quarterback position. Football at Five comes up next to my conversation with James Robinson. Sensational rookie season. Can he do it again in 2021? We'll talk about it next.